Hey, Lydia and Judy listeners, it's M. I'm just here to quickly say I'm bringing my one-woman comedy show Fixed to a couple different cities really soon. So if you live in Seattle, I'll be there November 18th, Portland, November 19th, DC, December 7th, and Boston, December 8th. So if you are in any of those cities or if you have friends or family or old co-workers or college roommates in those cities, please spread the word. Help your girl sell some tickets. I'm so excited. It's going to be so fun. Okay, enjoy the episode. On today's app, it's so hard to have a hobby. It's so hard. <laughs> I really always think, I'm like, this is the one that I'm going to stick to. And I fucking, everything I try, I stop. But we're not alone. Like, think about during COVID. Like, we all, university, were like, we're going to make bread. <laughs> How long did that last? <laughs> hey, guys. This is Liddy and Chitty in, in the, the Big Bad City. A podcast by New Yorkers for everyone. I'm Chloe. I'm Em. And that's all you need to know. Let's get started. Can we talk about my boots? Can we talk about those boots? A little commotion for the boots. A little commotion for the boots. I walked into Chloe's apartment. I'm wearing huge it's red like go-go boots. If Kiss and Lady Gaga combined collabed i feel that's like a rock star boot let me explain explain it is a red chunky ass boot like that that is the chunk it is the chunk they put the chunk in that boot here's what happened i was like i didn't know we were recording today when i woke up so i was not loving how i looked and i did not have time to change that yeah but then when right before i was gonna walk out the door i was like i can change my whole outfit with a shoe Absolutely. I was going to be in sneakers, and I said, I'm going to wear go-go boots. You know, there's like Coco Chanel or something. Coco Chanel. Uh-huh. Um, I think I think that was who it was. Don't come for me if it was not her who said it. Her? Is it a girl? <laughs> I actually don't know what Coco Chanel is. What's the difference between Coco Chanel and Chanel? No, I thought Carl Lagerfeld was like... Was Chanel. Oh, my God. But who's Coco Chanel? I don't know, but I think she's hurt. I think their oof. I think their thing is saying, <laughs> is saying take like take off one piece of accessory before you leave. Like don't ever like you're overdoing it. Like simplify basically. Her thing is to simplify your outfit. So like when you get ready in the morning before you walk out the door, like remove one of the things. Why? I well, here's my problem. I never have any accessories and on. One thing I say. So Chloe Richmond says, so Coco Chanel says that. Chloe Richmond says to put more on. Add and, an accessory. And you. Yeah. And you say add a fun show. Well, <laughs> for me, an accessory is a shoe because I well, am so well, to limited. to you and many other people, an accessory is a shoe. I actually wonder, Chloe. I wonder if more people are like you or more people are like me. For me, I'm like... If I find a bracelet that works, God bless the day where I ever take it off or yeah. change it or anything else. I never change what's on my body except for my shirt, my pants, my socks, my undies. And your that bra? and my shoes. Not even really. What's this? Can I ask a question? I wear the same bra Does every day. Does anyone wash their bras? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I do not wash my bras. I have one bra. I own one bra. I own and I've one never bra. Washed it in my life. Uh, but now I wonder if we're the only ones who are like that. No way. I actually am lying. I have another bra, but it's if I want to be a little sexier. But right. otherwise, you have I'm your wearing. Nude. Nope. I don't even have that. Can I tell you about something that I found recently? Tell me. 
from CVS. I found, I gave oh you some. Oh my God. It's essentially a roll of body tape right. that um, I found when I needed it in a pinch. And I went to CVS because I needed to cover my boobies because I was wearing a Instead blazer. Of pasties. Instead of, I didn't have anything. And I was right, about but to. Like, this is what, like. This is what I would suggest for girls like me who are a little bit bigger boobied than what pasties can cover. Than girls like me. Than girls like you. And um, also, yeah, I, the reason why I don't like pasties is because they kind of just cover the nipple. Right. But I found tape no, that's when ins- I was in need that covers and lifts. So it's this like, I'll have to post what the what the brand is, but it's from CVS Pharmacy on, on the street. Yeah, we've heard you, of it. CVS Pharmacy. It's my favorite store in the city. And it's like body tape. It's just a thick roll of tape. And I start by putting it under my nipple. Yeah. And then I put it... I pull it up so my nipple kind of like folds on itself. Yeah. And then I... We just lost every male listener. No, they should... Yeah, maybe. (laughs) So, no, they should... They should lift. So, they can lift their balls. Yeah, Yeah. you could lift your... Pee-pee? No, don't tape your pee-pee. No. Talking. For gender reaffirmation. So, this... I go under my nipple and I lift it and then I press the tape up further higher where I want it to land. And then suddenly I have the perkiest tits since Jennifer Aniston walked this earth. And, oh my God. and I don't need a bra. So sometimes like on tour, I use this every yeah, night. You can jump around. I can jump around, jump, jump, jump around all over the place. And it's so nice because when I would change out of my costume, out of my like outfit for the show into yeah. like a t-shirt, I wouldn't have to put a bra on. And I was so comfortable with my titty tape only. And now I'm like, if it wasn't for the fact that like you rip them off a few days in a row, you're going to start to have raw AF nipples, nipples that are, have never been cooked. Raw nipples. Raw. So if it wasn't for that, I would truly wear nipple tape every day instead of a bra. That's how game changing it's been. You sold me. First of all, I'm in. Yeah. Say less, I'm in. Here's the thing. I was wearing band-aids on my nipples for years in college. I never wore a bra. Mm-hmm. And it was a very weird experience because where the actual nipple, like the like the um the the, the, the nipple. <laughs> the nipple. The, would be, wait, what's that part called? No, areola. Not the areola, the, the inner target. <laughs> the place you aim if you've a, tar- the a dart. Thing. <laughs> the, the thing that's 3D. <laughs> The 3D part of the nipple. What is that? What is that? The, like, the button? <laughs> what do you call that part? Everyone's always like, if like- my areola is so the word right now, if like, don't, uh, can you see my areola? What about the button? <laughs> Should I look up the medical term? Yes. No, I'd rather find out next episode. Okay. I think like... Well, I was going to say the cotton part of the Band-Aid would cover the I thought you were gonna, I thought you were suddenly deciding to call it the cotton. <laughs> the the cotton piece of part cotton of the Band-Aid would, would cover the actual button. <laughs> and the Band-Aid would go on the each side and it would rip off. Ouch. But at least it would avoid the, the button. <laughs> yeah. Tape on the button hurts. What about nipples? Never mind, actually. Because no, you know what? About nipples? I don't even want to talk about this because I just feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna share. I'm revealing too many things. I was gonna just say, what about like a nipple hair? A nipple hair? Like Those come here now and again. <laughs> I look down and they've decided to show. You just shave them, shave them right off. <laughs> Zip, gone. 
gone. Everyone, is, Everyone has hair. nipple hairs. Yeah, you're so right. Except for me. Right. You've never had one. I've never had but one. But with the, with the body tape, you can avoid, you could do the same thing as cotton on the nipple by <laughs> taking it under, lifting so it folds. Are we visualizing that? The tape folds in on the nipple and you get a lift and no chafing and nipple covering. That's, you've, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, sold. Sold. I have something I want to bring up to you that's kind of controversial. Okay. Or, or I could, I think, I fear that I could seem like a huge bitch by saying this. I can't fucking wait. But I think I'm done with birthdays. I'm in. I just kind of feel like we are at the age now where it's like... Don't expect shit from me. Yeah. And and why are we still doing a whole hoopla? A whole, hoopla. What, what's the word I'm looking for? A rigmarole. Like, or a hoopla. Or a hoopla. Like why... Rigmarole is so good. And I feel like there's a thing where it's like like a week or two out, you'll get that text that's sort of like, they're, they want to be you, so unassuming. So they'll be like, are you, hey, like, will you be around? Are you, yeah, are you here next weekend? Oh, God. And then it's up to you as the friend to be like, um, yes, honey, for you, for the best day of the year. How can I miss it? Like, you have to do that. Otherwise, you can't just be like, I totally, wait, what's next weekend? Yeah. No, you're supposed you're like, to know that I'll drop everything for, for your you. birthday. So then you reply like, oh, for your birthday? And then they're like, oh, but I'm, no, it's just going to be like, I don't even know if I'm going to do anything. I'm just going to do something chill. Like, I don't want to But if do... you don't show up, you're a bad friend. If you, well, first of all, it's not, not it's not an option no, not to like, show up. can you, like. If you oh, don't show don't... up to your friend's birthday thing, you will be put on a list. You are on a yeah. list in their head. Because we had a friend who I didn't go to their birthday thing. And I got like a text that was like two days before of like, you're coming, right? You're obviously coming. Which if you send a text like that to me, and this is my problem. I understand that this is my problem. If you <laughs> say to me, you're coming, right? Well, that's the quickest way to get me not to go. Yeah, now like, I'm not. Well, And then that person, I, I didn't go because I was never yeah. going to go. And then a couple weeks later or days later or whatever, I, resp- I like reacted to their story like with yeah. a heart or whatever. And they replied to me saying, would be nice to see you in person for a change. Oh my god! I just can't no seriously be expected anywhere. I've also had that moment of like not going to a birthday party and received a text. You did, and it's just like, <laughs> bro, it's just. And I want to know what happens. I, I want to know what happens with people because you will. They will tell you like, oh, it's just going to be chill. I don't want to do anything for my birthday. Three days before the birthday, I will get put in a group chat with like ten phone numbers that I don't have, and it'll be like, hey, mini golf squad. <laughs> And I'm like, what? Hey, go kart crew! What happened to the chill dinner? Yeah, that we were gonna do. Now we're actually I'm golfing gonna go to with your um, weird cousin, Governor's Island. So yeah. pack your knapsack. It's literally my birthday, like next week. I so. know. And you know what? Also, is true. Every time I do go to the thing, like yeah. golf or bowling, it's so fun. Oh, it's fucking it's awesome. Like, as soon as I'm there, I even, I, I, I don't I'm having know. the time of my life. I just don't like expected att- attendance. That's yeah. what I don't like. Of like, yeah. you're going to be there, right? Yeah. But let Ugh. me also say on the side of other, like, let's go. Is that go- so rude? Yeah. No. I I agree. Also, I'm the one talking. I had the biggest birthday ever yeah, this year. Let's like everyone should understand. She had a surprise birthday planned for her. She got engaged on her birthday. Yeah, I had it a big like birthday. It was like Emily Day. But you know what? Hey, hey, sue me for saying this, but like, I'm not, that's it. That was the one in yeah. the, in the six year window. Yeah. And like the one before that, I didn't make a scene about the next year. Would I'm you not going to make a scene. Would you like make a stink? 
No. Shout out to like, my stink. What did I what did <laughs> I do last year for my birthday before, last year? Like th- dinner with your parents, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. I had dinner with my family. I had dinner with my parents on my birthday and it was fantastic. That's all you need. Like an organized event. And you know why too that I don't like it? Why? It's because birthdays what people do at our age, mid late twenties for birthdays is it's like a big dinner always. Always. So you already have the stress of like, who's paying? How are we splitting up this check? Who am I going to wind up paying for that is going to, you know, order too many of whatever or not order enough and complain of why are we splitting it? I'm not drinking. All of that chaos. But sorry to the people who say that because I know a lot of them. But then, but it's too many people for that to happen. Right. And then also people's birthday dinners these days, we're at the age where like we're, we've split off from college friends, but we're still in touch enough to invite them. And then now we have our new friends and it's like, I don't need to spend a night with your fucking coworker, your new coworker that you're friends with now and your new coworker who's the only one who like brought you a gift. Because they're new. Because they're new. So they're like, I had to get you this. Yeah. I didn't get my best friend a gift. You don't even fucking know her. I won't even she doesn't ha- even I- want that gift. Let's just call it right now. We don't have to do birthdays anymore. But this weekend you were telling me, you were asking me, are you free? Because I'm thinking about going to Martha's Vineyard. Oh God, I'm asking everyone to like buy a flight. I'm basically, ha- I, yeah, you know what? But I'm not going to do it. No. See, now I feel bad. Here's the thing. When no, you, I'm still going to do it. Well, yeah. When, oh, of course you are because it's your birthday. And when then the panic sets in a week before yeah. your birthday where you're like, well, well I'm not going to have no attention. Yeah. I'm like, wait. Oh, my God. And some a lot of people cry on their birthday. Yeah. A lot of people. Like, do you not? I have. I used to cry on my birthdays and call like when I was in college still. And I think it was a lonely thing of like, I like my parents weren't with me necessarily. Yeah. And like. Like, who who am I? But I saw a really funny TikTok that was like, okay, my birthday's next week. Like, do you think I should cry the night before or should I cry my birthday? Or like, should I do like two little cries or should I do like yeah. one big cry like the day after my birthday? And I was like, we all get really emotional. And like, do you think it's just from being like lonely or do you, or like, <laughs> or do you, or do, what? I'm dead fucking serious. Like everyone's lonely? Of like, you're not surrounded by 400 friends anymore because we're not 12. Like we used to have birthdays where like, it's all you. It's all like your friends. You're, they're all coming over. Like, yeah. When you're young, it's so celebrated. And when you get older, it's like this. And it's just like, not necessarily lonely, but it's more so like, now what? I know. Because you're it's... also in charge of your own birthday. Yeah. No one's dealing with it. Besides well, from you for me. this year. Yeah, except for me this year. My fiance. By the way, me. I'm not a lonely person. But, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was really funny how you said that. I was, um, and I'm so serious too. I was like, you know. But I really mean that. Like Another thing that makes me feel sad on my birthday. That's like part of this birthday sadness. That I'll mm-hmm. just never be able to get over. Is... It could be the best birthday ever, but as soon as people start singing happy birthday to me, Mm -mm. (laughs) I will break down and cry and I am fighting. That's where all of my birthday sadness and loneliness comes to a head. I think so Of like, as soon as they start, happy birthday. I'm like, ah! It's horrible. (laughs) I just want to like break down crying. I will, I'm not, you, my birthdays for the past few years, truly, we don't sing. Really? Yeah, I, get, I didn't notice that. No, no singing. So not this year either? Not this year. Like, no. Unless you're doing the happy birthday without the happy in it. Just birthday? Yeah. So for anyone who's listening, you sing the happy birthday song, but you only say the word birthday. So should we do it for yeah, them? Yeah, a quick one. One, two, three. Birthday. 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 Okay, like, you got it, right? Birthday. <laughs> Birthday. 
<laughs> it's actually so stupid, but it's so It's good. really funny. So that's the only way I want to receive birthday song. Song. Well, just saying birthday for you this year. Yeah. Or what happy. What if it's happy? Happy. Happy. <laughs> happy. Happy. <laughs> That is so awesome. That do is- we do all the words? Do. <laughs> no. Do. Um, that is so funny. Okay, moving on. Moving okay. on from birthdays. I'm done being a huge rotten bitch. Yeah, was that so mean of me to be like, slut. fuck all my friends, fuck their birthdays. I don't give a shit about I'm any tired, of you. Yeah. And I never want to leave the house. That's basically what I just said. I have a question. Okay. In a public bathroom, I don't lock the doors. Mm-hmm. I noticed that today. When I'm in a public bathroom, I don't lock the door. I just close it and hope that no one comes in. Wait, like a private public bathroom? <laughs> no, like stalls. It freaks me out. You don't lock the stall? <laughs> nope. What? I noticed today, I was like, I wonder if people, if someone was going to come in here right now. I just noticed that I closed the bathroom door. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you. Like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. But doesn't it kind of flop back open if you close it? No, not like a shithole public bathroom. Like, let's say like in my workspace, there's like a, there's stalls. Stalls with a door handle. Yeah. And I don't lock and it. And you don't lock it? And I think, I wonder if that's like a safety precaution I'm nervous about. You don't lock the door. That's very, no, at work? You. <laughs> you don't lock the door at work? No, I just go. I like hope for the best. Like mm. I never really think about it. But then today I was like, no one's ever tried to walk in on me. And I'm like, good for me. That is crazy so, that you do that. Yeah. So fashion week is coming up. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that means? <laughs> Yeah, but guess what? Once you started talking about that, I had the thought of like... I don't care. I am just going to avoid downtown. Everything. As if I ever go downtown it's anymore. It's like, it's hard because I don't really like fashion like that. Like, I like fashion. I love fashion. Like, I love clothes and I yeah. love it as like a hobby and like a way and express myself vibe. But I don't want to work in it. But you do? But I work for... On the digital team at an agency, so I have what do you clients. Do? Who who am I? <laughs> what what do you do? So like I work at an agency, right? And I have clients, and my clients are brands. Uh huh. And the brands will come to my agency and say, "We need PR, so we need someone to like get us X, Y, and Z in publications." Like we, I need you to get me story in Vogue about my new lip balm. Okay. I need you to get so me. So you're on, not the PR. No. So there's PR. There's digital, uh-huh. which is getting influencers and like social media coverage. So like would be like the lip balm. Let's say I just use it as an example. So like the the PR people are getting lip balm in all of these magazines, right? Like stories about them. <sighs> 
I'm not sure no. I'm following. Okay. I you feel like everyone else got that. I know, but it's so, for some reason, like, okay, wait. PR marketing, fashion, like, it all, like, I can't connect the differences okay, in my well, head. All you need to know is this. I work with influencers. Yes. My everyday is, if you're a brand, let's say. You're a connector. I'm the connector. That. I am the connector. I am the connector. You connect the brands with To the, the people. client, to the people. Influencers. Correct. Wow. We call them targets. Remember, <laughs> that sounds intense. Yeah, I'm pretty much how many targets do you need today? Wow. So I'll be like, I need a list of 10 targets. Isn't it crazy? Like, doesn't it feel That's like so boring? No, but because who not. cares what I do? No, Besides, I do. And you should. I do. I love my job. Do you love your job? I love my job. So well, why? Who cares? Is it boring to hear about what someone no. does? Because I actually have a rule. When I meet someone new... To not ask them like what they do because I don't think that's a very kind question. It's not that doesn't give me enough about who you are, right? From what you do, that's true. We really do define people and, by what they do. Yeah, we do. And sometimes it's not like some people. I've been in places where let's get very real now. I've been in places where I just don't connect to what I do. And if someone asks me what I do, I'm like, but that's not who I am, and I don't want you to think of me. I used to work in golf. Yeah. So that would like throw people off a little bit of like, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I dress PGA tour members, like whatever. Like, yeah, huh? you did early and, days before it got like cool again. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk about my job because I didn't love it at the time. Right. So I, I, I may, I'm very cautious about when I ask people like, hi, who are you? Like, I don't ask people who they are. Yeah. <laughs> but like, nice to meet you. What do you do? It's like, no, 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 no. That's interesting because I really define myself by what I do. Right. And actually, that's a whole different um, career because I feel like that is kind of like I'm my who business. you are. It yeah. is who I am. But so, I completely respect the idea of not wanting to define yourself by what you do. And as I am like increasingly just like as I move, as I get older in my life and I'm, con I'm a comedian and I'm continuing to be a performer, like I am realizing like I cannot only surround myself with that type of person. Right. Because it's That's like not everything. And as soon as I talk to someone, I can't get so in my world that I'm not interested by anyone who's not in it. Totally. And I'm very aware of that. Yeah. So I feel like I, I want to hang out with people who, yeah. who don't know because it's like that thing in some, everybody's free to wear sunscreen where it's like, uh, this is a Boz Lerman speech. Yeah. This is a Boz Lerman, Boz Lerman read this graduation speech. Yes. Yes. To yes, a track. Sorry. It's called everybody's free to wear sunscreen. If you know it, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't give it a listen, it's, it's amazing. It's really, really good. It's like we life advice. It's life advice. We just listened to it this weekend. It's five minutes long. It's on Spotify. Yeah. And there's a line in there that's like, don't be worried if you don't know what you want to do with your life. The most interesting t people I know didn't know at 22 what they wanted to do with their lives. The most interesting 40 year olds I know still don't. Right. And I'm like, oh, that's I think Robert that's Richmond. That's my father. Yeah, yeah. He changed his career every, all he the time. always changing it up. And I think it's really interesting. Sorry, I kind of hijacked your thought here. No, continue. But Continue. I, continue. But I'm thinking like, I'm really lucky because I grew up in a family that encourages you to change your career many times. And, and for to quote my dad, reinvent yourself as many times as you can. Yeah. And a lot of people are hard on their kids of like, 
get ready for your career. I'm just using this as an example, yeah. but like if you are going to be a doctor, like you have a career set. Yeah. Like as a young, like I want you to be a doctor. You're going to go to pre-med. You're going to do all these things. It's like, there's no room there for you to be like, never mind. That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of like, you're, you're on a track, yeah. right? And you, of course you can change what you want all the time, but you have a pretty clear path where you go. I feel like because my parents, my dad changed his career path and was very successful every time, uh-huh. it taught me that any I can change what I want. I can I can have different passions in different parts of my life and totally. And I think I want more people to know that every day you can change. Like one day you could not want to be a comedian and that would be totally fine. You didn't fail at not being a comedian. You succeeded at that and you want to do something else. Yeah. But you want to do that and you are going to become very successful. No, but I totally know what you're saying. Or like even within within show business, like, I don't know, in 10 years I could go like, I just want to do serious acting. now. I, I could like Absolutely. Or I could pivot into like wanting to do plays and live theater. Or exactly. I don't know. Like I, I'm so aware of and open to that same mentality. I think for me it's like under a smaller umbrella. Yeah. But like so many of my friends like in life have like switched. Right. Like we know someone who was working in advertising and then went to law school and now she's going to be an entertainment lawyer. Right. And then I know a lot of people in my major at college are doing so many different things yeah. and kept going. What was your major? Uh, media culture and communications. Cool. Mine was journalism. Yeah. So like, you know, like, huh? Yeah. But I do think everyone in our age bracket is having those moments of like, oh, like yeah. if I don't, if I'm not a hundred percent in right now, it feels very, it doesn't feel like fail, but it doesn't feel good. And I don't think that's a problem. I think it's not going to feel good because these are the years where we're going to, we're trial and erroring. Right. But can I actually now be an, another nasty bitch moment yeah, on this podcast? Yeah, be a nasty little slut am. This is something, actually, I don't even think it's that. Nasty, whatever. She's not nasty and she's not a slut. So don't. Well. She's a huge slut, but she's not (laughs) nasty. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's Miami. That's me. I think that people have with jobs, like I think our generation with careers and jobs Mm -hmm. are actually having, I think some of it is healthy of like, yeah, if you change your mind and you decide you're doing something just because your parents wanted you to or just because you thought it's what you should do, absolutely change it. Like go after your dreams, follow your instincts. But I also think that our generation in general with a lot of big life things has this issue of like choice paalysis yeah. that comes from seamless or Netflix of like there's always something better anything. out there yeah. dating apps there's always a better option and so you kind of always feel like well what if this isn't what if there's something that's going to make me happier but that's like an intuition thing I don't know I, I think intuition like how so like I think intuition of like like, I don't like this career. I'm going to change. Like, trusting your gut. Ver- and same with, like, oh, this person wasn't good for me. Like, trust your gut. Like, make that decision. Like, you just have to always trust your instinct of, like, it's, like, you might fail or you might be successful, but you have to, like, I, I keep saying like, and I'm so aware of it. It's okay. I, I, like, I know what you're trying to say, and I, I agree with you that it's, it usually is a gut feeling, but I do feel like what I'm saying does play yeah. into it a little bit. Like, we have a lack of patience that when makes it comes sense. to... It's like, it didn't work. What can I do next? Yeah, or like, I don't like it. It's like, well, it's, yeah, it's work. Yeah, like, yeah. You don't have to... You there's don't have a to lot of times it. with me where like, yes, I'm pursuing something that I love and that makes... That feels like a dream of mine, but I like 
there's a lot of times where I'm like, I can't, I don't want to write it. I don't want to figure it out. It's like yeah. hard. It's work. Like yeah. work is always going to feel like work. You're getting paid to do it. Yeah. And that's that saying of, or, or John's dad always says it of like the quickest way to uh, hate something you love to do is get paid for it. Yeah. Because then it becomes work. That's true. Um. That's but true. I think people should follow their dreams and change career paths. And yeah, life is what you your make dreams. it. So let's make it rock. Yeah. If you took one thing away from that, it's that. I have that with like hobbies and interests of like, I always have this thing of like, I need to start doing this more in my free time or right. this or that. Like, uh, I started taking Italian. Love. Like audio language, Pimsleur. Like Duolingo. Um, Shout out to Duolingo. Not Duolingo. Because Duolingo. You know their little like icon, their little bird. Yeah, legend. Legend. Why? Yeah, they're they them. Not t- sure. Killing you, it. Have you taken Duolingo? Absolutely not. <laughs> 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 but I would, based on the TikToks that the Duolingo little bird makes. Oh, I don't he's know what you're talking about. Really cute. Okay, you've just gendered him as a he. Fuck. I started taking Pimsler Italian. Pimsler is the program the I did. Oh, P- oh it's I a different... thought that was the type of the language. <laughs> <laughs> no, like Mandarin and Cantonese, but Italian. Exactly. Um, Pimsler is like this thing on Audible, or you could subscribe to their app, and it's like audio 30-minute lessons every day. I'm saying this as if I'm still doing it. I started it in the beginning of the year, and like every other fucking thing I try <laughs> in my life, I stopped. <laughs> Three weeks in, I broke the habit. Done. Guys, Don't do it anymore. It's so hard to have a hobby. It's so hard. <laughs> I really always think. I'm like, this is the one that I'm going to stick to, and I fucking everything I try, I stop. But we're not alone. Like, Think about during COVID. Like, We all university were like, we're going to make bread. <laughs> how long did that last we're like we're gonna start knitting it's like that's true we're all in it together it's too hard like we're i never do- finish anything i start i'm gonna do ceramics cool for a week yeah but it's fun for a week oh my god what other things have you I? you know like what that? i think that's why when we're little and we don't like our extracurricular activities because we have to because we're told to like our parents my mom made me take piano in the beginning i was like hell yeah i'm gonna go to piano after school this is fun as fuck yeah. and then i started not like it but i still had to go now i fucking hate piano because to my, this day to my yeah the idea of a lesson is like oh i don't want to go to a piano lesson because my mom when i finished that hobby in my head my mom still made me do it so when we're right. older we're done with a hobby we just don't it do it to bed. no but i wish i would have kept up with the italian well, lessons. i wish i could play fucking mozart on the piano i man. know that's the thing but i and could play with me with piano as a kid i took lessons and if i would have continued you wanted i'd be able to play <laughs> i took there was i had a horrible teacher named lolly she ruined it for me but prior to that my dad and i took lessons together you did yeah we thought that's it, it really, was really fun cute. And it was so fun with an italian named bruno Oh, Bruno, and he'd come over and he'd teach me and my dad piano. We sit on the on the stool together. <gasps> See, now that's really special. Oh, and really oh. cute. I'm glad that yeah. you did that. Yeah. So, um, what's your New York moment this week? My New York story this week. My New York story this week is last week I went to pick up my dry cleaning. Which, by the way, is this about your foot massage? Because we know. No, that was my laundry. Oh, There's okay. a difference. Dry cleaning, I take to a different place. Right. I do my laundry at a laundromat. Right. Thank this you is, for clarifying. This is dry cleaning. Which, on dry cleaning, this yeah, is my essay. Yeah, dry cleaning? On dry cleaning. Only like a year ago, I found out about dry cleaning. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's one of those things where I'm like, who was going to tell me? Dude, who I- Who was going to tell me? I've been dry cleaning. Since when? Since I was two. 
Really? I would take my dry cleaning from school when I'm two and walk. I'm just kidding. But but you've done it I, since you I, were I dry like clean in all high school? Time when I don't want to iron something, I'm like, this should be your Burberry dress. Send it to the dry cleaner. That's where it's going. Oh my God. We're best friends. We're best friends. But I didn't know about it until like last year. And it's not that expensive. It's like $10 an item, which that's- is like, obviously, if you're dry cleaning everything you own, that's really expensive. But like a nice dress, a crispy shirt that you want to stay crispy. A crispy shirt that you want to stay crispy is the slogan for dry cleaning. A pair of linen pants, like whatever you want. So, I, so I'm so i just saying that to say like a year ago, I found out about dry cleaning okay. and now I'm like... It's amazing. I take so the whole many narrative is like you're late to everything, and you are not helping. I am the late point. to everything, but dry cleaning is not a trend. Dry cleaning is something that, like, when was ever going to tell me? It's a lifestyle. So I went to go pick up my dry cleaning, and as I said, I started doing it like about a year ago. I yeah. have a place on my block. I I'm probably there once every two weeks, dropping something off, picking it up a few days later. Yeah, that is so cool. It, I love it. It is cool. It's right? a fun errand. I yeah, love. It's like, I'm going to pick my I'm dry go, cleaning. I, it's also a fun thing to say, like, I got to go get the dry cleaning. <gasps> That sounds, you know what I mean? It sounds so cool. So much cooler than I have to go get groceries. Boo. Boo. I have to go get my dry cleaning. Yeah. Cool girl. Grow up. Only cool Grown girls. Grown up. Grown up. Grow up. Grow up, bitch. Um, so I went to go get my dry cleaning. Yeah. And like for a couple months after I first started going there, yeah. the guy would look at me and be like, sorry, remind me your name again. And I'd be like, Aww. Emily Wilson. It's okay. Oh, Wilson. And it was like yeah. this little running joke. And then it like kept happening. He'd be like, ah, what's your name? And I'd be like, Wilson. And it's like, I'm in all the time. Wilson. Yeah, like, Wilson. Cast away. Emily, Wilson. Then it just started to become like, hey, man, it's Wilson. It's Emily, yeah, Wilson. What's yeah. wrong with my face? It's charming at first. And then it's, it's charming like, at first. And, it's and then it started to get concerning of like, I am here a lot. Yeah. Are you okay? Because <laughs> I, this face is not that forgettable, unless maybe it is. It but, is absolutely not. I'll put my foot down but for But I that. started to feel like it was because ev- I'm not kidding you. Every <laughs> single time, it, it was no longer funny. So then, once it became not funny anymore, I would walk in and go dry cleaning for Wilson. I wouldn't even entertain him with a little small talk. Because yeah, I'm like, told I, him. I don't even want to deal with the pain today of you yeah. not remembering my name. And then I kind of forgot about all of that. And a week ago, I went to get my dry cleaning and he fucking asked me my name again. And I was just like, what's wrong here? Oh. Do you forget everyone else's name? Is it just me? I like I'm this- dying to go in there behind someone and have them go in and see if he goes, does the same old shtick. I'm like, yeah. ah, what is it again? You, you, Yeah, he might have a lot of clients. Oh, I feel bad for him. Why? I don't know. And it's I a also, small little dry cleaner, and I'm sort of like everywhere else I go, they seem to remember so me. You're, even the laundromat guy that I go to knows me, and we've never even introduced ourselves. So your New York story is like as many times as you go to one place, no one will remember you. It's my neighborhood dry cleaner. How many dry cleaners are there on a block? A gazillion. He should I thought, know me. I, I'm there all the time, aka um, every two weeks. I really thought this was going to end of you walking in, and he finally and he's remembered. Like, he's not Wilson. once remembered my name. God damn, not once remembered That's my name. That's a horrible story. I'm in there all the time. <laughs> time now i'm getting really upset i hate that and then it starts to make me go like because sometimes i go in like at the end of the day where i'm dressed sometimes i go in before the gym and i'm like am i just like that unrecognizable when i don't have makeup on that like that, I seem, that like, a hurts my feelings people? when i go to the workouts and they see me every day and then one day they're like remind me of your name i'm like oh, it's still me because you put makeup on yeah i'm like it's i'm right here <laughs> what's your new york story Chloe? i'm so glad you asked it's so unexpected i think <laughs> one thing about new york that is very present with for me at all times is my dad's like essence. My dad is a New Yorker born and raised. Mm -hmm. He's like, he 
has recently passed. Mm -hmm. And my dad and I would always used to go to Madison Square Park. We'd always sit on a bench. My dad would always take his phone calls from the bench. I would go meet my friends in this park. We'd always hang out. As, as a gift, long story short, for my mom's birthday, my friends all gave my dad a bench in Madison Square Park dedicated to him. Yes. And you know how you see like on the benches, it will say like Richmond or like it will be yeah. like a silly anecdote. A little plaque about a, a person. A little plaque about. So my friends and family, they all donated this bench for me. Mm-hmm. And I, it's such a beautiful thing. If you're Madison Square Park, please go see it. It's really cute. But I had this moment recently and... So it's a bench in Madison Square Park that has a plaque on it for your dad. For my dad, in memory of my father. Yes. So I'm sitting on the bench the other day and this is... It really felt New York to me because New Yorkers are always talking about like everyone's like, they're so tough. They're so rude. And every now and then you have a moment with a New Yorker and it's like a beautiful thing. Yes. And I was sitting on the bench by myself and it sounds a little solemn, but it was very like... I was just sitting, relaxing. Yeah. And a man was sitting next to me on the bench next to me and my dog and I were sitting there and we were looking at the plaque kind of uh, Ellie my dog was looking at the plaque and I was like that's so funny like Ellie's looking at the plaque whatever by the way she I knows. wrote what's on the plaque it's beautiful wait w- yeah what's on the plaque it's again? basically just I can't like believe I haven't seen this bench yeah it's you so have upsetting. to see it I gotta go see this bench it's basically like reinvent yourself make deals make friends always surround yourself with like connections is what it says on the plaque yes essentially so i'm sitting there and the guy next to me goes do you know that person like referring to the plaque and i was like yeah it was my father or it's my father right it's my dad and he's like did you lose him and i was like yes i lost him about seven months ago and he was like i lost my dad 14 years ago and there's not a day that goes by that i don't think about him and i was like I said, of, I was in my, of course, me too. And I was like, will that ever go away? And he said, no, you'll always keep that. And we both sat there in silence looking at each other. And he just got up and we walked away. And it was just kind of like, it was just a moment where I was like, thank you for sharing. And thank you for like Leaving acknowledging, after. yeah, acknowledging oh. the. <laughs> thanks for fucking <laughs> off right after. <laughs> thanks for acknowledging the moment and being there, but not overstaying by any means. That's what I meant. Yeah, not overstaying, <laughs> but no, I did. it wasn't like that. Like, go. No, yeah, but it was like you get it. Like we had our talk. You're gonna move on and with your whole night ahead of you. I'm gonna move on with mine, but I really appreciate that you shared that moment. Here we are, two strangers on a bench in New York. It meant everything to me, and it might have meant nothing to him, but we really connected no, over that moment. I think it meant something to him, and I think that that's such a special thing about New York, where it's like we're humans, these two strangers, yeah. and you barely like you don't know each other and the only thing you talked about was something extraordinarily deep right and those, it's funny because those are the moments like i don't want to even have with my friends yet like yeah. i'm not ready to like just be like he's gone yeah and, like we sit there and like and take s- the time i can't sit with it yet mm-hmm. and that's for another day yeah. but he it didn't it didn't offend me it didn't touched me in a way that I was like, I don't want to. It was just like, yeah. And he was like, yeah. And we understood each other. I yeah. see you, you see me, we see each other. That's really beautiful. Yeah, we Only got New York. really deep. Wow. Without getting too deep. In like a span of four sentences. Yeah. 
So that is a beautiful and New Madison York story Square Garden, club. as shitty as it can be, some Madison, Madison Square, Square Park. Park. <laughs> as shitty as it can be, sometimes it's like there are homeless people everywhere. There's this and that. You're like, oh, people are like, like crazy. But it has this significant moment and has this presence to me of like that New York, as ugly and stupid and crazy as it can be, can be so beautiful and have such an amazing moment. And then, like, the next day, I saw someone, like, take a shit on the bench. And I'm like, R- On perfect. the bench? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> but, like, you know, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Human like, poop. That, yeah, human there poop. There could be human poop on the there street. There could be human poop anywhere you go. That's a beautiful New York story. It also really makes... This is, like, kind of separate. Go for it. But connected to it. Let's hear it. You are really good at getting out there. <laughs> wait for little little you are really good at like during the day you like go out and do things even if it's just going to the park for 10 minutes yeah like i am so terrible at that and like that's such a perk of new york of like yeah you could just walk down the street and go to a museum or walk in a shop right. or even go to the or bodega see a play. or see a play <laughs> or like and you like you just do so many things in New York as small or big as they are. And I really respect that. I am always in my apartment all day because it always feels like anything I have to do is going to become an hour. Right. I understand what you mean. And I like, think if that- I go to the grocery store, it's an hour. Right. Or it- when I go do, I'm not going to let you get a word in edgewise. <laughs> yeah, like, if I go get a coffee, it like, was somehow I- half an hour. How does anybody do anything? I, and still have time for the things that they're <laughs> supposed to do. <laughs> I'm like this. I, 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 I. And I'm like, no, no, like, wait. No. I think it's so my father in, in me <laughs> of like, my dad lived in New York like a New Yorker should. He would see a play. He would go to a live band. He would sit in the park and see the magician. He would do it all. What? No, but I do that. That I go see a play, right? No, no, and no. I go see a show, but and I, I go see a concert. He, but I go to the movies. I will not go out for a no, little. No, he wouldn't waste a second. Yeah, he would be like, "Oh he, my god, we got to go look at this block," or "Oh my god, let's just step outside for a second. And what could happen? A guy could shit on the street, and there you have drama for your day. Yeah. But and you inherited that because yeah. every time I call you or Facetime you, you are going somewhere. I never FaceTime you and you pick up in your apartment. You're always like, hold on, I'm, hold on one second. And you like have to mute it because there's street noises because you're so somewhere. Funny. You're always somewhere. And it's funny because if you ask me what I'm up to, I have no fucking clue. But how do people make time for those things? They're very, they don't have to be long. They, <laughs> but really like I profound, said, every Chloe, time I go and get coffee, it becomes half an hour. Really profound. How do I make it five minutes? I'm like, you just make time. Yeah, maybe I should just get up earlier. You taught me to get up earlier and have a freaking morning and have live 12 lives before New York's awake. I did? You taught me that. You're like, When I, did I teach you that? Because when you used to go to work, I used to be like, I work starts at 9, I wake up at 8.30. You'd be like, how do you just do that? You'd be like, I want to sit outside of my coffee in my morning. You used to have a morning. I did when I had a day job, yeah. And now I have, I live. A, I still have a morning. I just don't have anything I'm rushing to get to. Yeah, that's true. But I think that pushes me to have to make time for my morning. Whereas when I don't have something to rush to, I'm like, oh, I'll have a morning at 11. It's like, that is not the morning. The New York mornings start at 7. They start at 6. Or they start at 6. Some coffee shops open at 6. It's so inappropriate that coffee shops don't open until 6. Huh? When people work out at 5. No. (laughs) 
Coffee shop opening at six is, 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 are you being serious? No, I'm not. Because a workout starts at six. Yeah, you're not being serious. No, I am, wait, I am being serious. <laughs> you think a coffee shop opening at 6 a.m. is too late in the day? It's not too late. In, okay, no, obviously it's if not too- If people work out at five, workout's done at six. Go get your coffee. When I, my work- And if you're working out- My workouts are- If your workout starts at five, I'm you actually, have to reassess. I'm literally mad right now. You have to reassess. What time are you going to bed if you're already working out at five? They're going to bed at seven. They're not me. They. It's not me. You don't have to be mad at me. Well, I'm mad at someone. I know, but I wanted to just say, I noticed when I'm walking to a workout- and coffee shops are not open. I'm like, that sucks for the coffee drinkers. I acknowledge you. I see you, coffee drinkers. Not me, because I don't drink coffee. But you're working out at five? I My workouts are at six. You No, you don't. You do 6 a.m. workouts? Yeah, I do. How do you think I get this freaking physique? Chloe, No, where? I'm serious. Y- yoga. There, people do 6 a.m. workouts? They workout? start at five. Have you, Barry starts at five. I wouldn't do that. <gasps> I, I, this is actually a little perverse to me. I thought you were going to say, the this is- The sun I, isn't even I up. thought you were going to say, this is perverted. It is perverse. Oh, it is fucking- That's another dis- tense of that word. Oh, God. I got to get back on my- that every day. I literally do. I think if the sun is not up, you should not be up. I disagree. Well, you know what? I'll meet you in the middle and say that I want to start waking up a little bit earlier. I think I've been waking up at like 9.30. I wish I woke up at like 7.30. And you know what? I wish I went to bed later than 9.30. I wish I went to bed around like 1, but I go to bed at 9.30 and I miss the whole night. And it's like, everyone's like, didn't you hear that, like, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner are getting a divorce? No, I missed they that. They are getting a divorce. Yeah, I missed that. Why did I miss that? Because I was you were asleep. asleep. Life happens when I'm asleep. Well, it's good because you and I can cover, we have shifts. There's only about five <laughs> hours in the day when you and I aren't both awake. So we've got to cover. You let me know what's going on at night. I have the night shift and, and you take the early morning shift. Morning. <laughs> yeah. so I, want, I want bullet points yeah. in the morning when I wake up. Also, this is what's going on outside in the city. Here's I'll, what I saw. I'll do that tonight. I'll text you at one before I go to sleep. I'll text you bullet points. I'm like, here's what happened since yeah, you fall asleep. This is the news. This yeah. is what you missed. Yeah. We're all, imagine I wake up and like we're all making sourdough again. Yeah. That would be interesting. That might happen. And you give me the bullets when as soon yeah. as you wake up, I'll be like, "It's it was sunny." Or, I give you weather. I give yeah, real time. Give me the weather. weather. Give me the real time weather. I will. That sounds like a good deal. All right. I think we've reached the end of episode three. three. Love, Love you, Chloe. Love you, Em. Thanks for listening to Liddy and Shitty in the Big Bad City. Whether you were just cleaning your apartment, slaying at the gym, or strutting on these city streets, we're always grateful for your ears. Be sure to follow or subscribe. Tell a friend. And hey, hey, leave a review. Lilas! What? Love you like a sister. Oh, cute. Lilas! In the big bad city.